fuck is up? This is the Constant State of Annoyance Podcast, and I am your host, George Blaha. Thank you for clicking. Thank you for misclicking. I'm just glad you're there in your house. I hope you're safe, dude. Okay, I hope that you're in the comfort of your house. I hope that you're not like huddled in a fucking apartment and you hear your neighbor coughing, dude, through those thin walls of your apartment, man. Those walls that are so and so thin that your neighbor, thinking that he's, you know, he's in the comfort of his own house, he doesn't need to like cough inside his elbow. That's unnecessary if you're in your house. When you're in your house, dude, you could just like, and if you live alone, of course, you could just like sneeze, dude, and shotgun Corona all over the dinner table, you know? You could just fucking, you could sneeze wherever you want, bro, you know? And, 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 and he's just coughing without covering his fucking face, dude. But since you live in a cheap apartment and you have like paper thin walls, literally paper thin walls, he's coughing on the walls, you know, you touch the wall, the wall's damp for some reason. You're like, why is this wall damp? But the reason why the wall is damp, it's because it's literally paper thin And you're touching the corona saliva of your coughing neighbor. I hope that's not the case. And I hope that you're all doing well. This quarantine's driving me insane, dude. It's driving all of us fucking crazy. Like, each and every aspect of my life has fucking changed, dude. I don't know you guys, but I'm getting quarantine farts, dude. Quarantine farts. If you ever ever talk to a doomsday prepper, they will verify that quarantine farts is real. You're not alone, motherfucker, because I'm having them too. They are very strange, these quarantine farts, dude. They they fucking, they sound different. They sound like they came from hell. They smell Very, very different, dude. Uncomfortably different. I fart outside, dude, because I don't want that smell lurking or or like infusing themselves on my bed. I don't know, man. These quarantine farts, they even hit differently, man. When I fart, I now go, ouch. I don't go, ah. Quarantine farts are real. And it's because, dude, we are out of, you know... Boredom, we are attacking our pantry. We are going hard and heavy on that motherfucking pantry, and it just, we can't be doing, I can't be doing that. I'm saying we, I'm trying to, you know, bring you guys into this when it's a me problem, but I know I'm not the only one alone here, dude. That pantry is getting ravaged every single day. Day and it's affecting, dude. It's affecting, it's affecting my digestive system, dude. Like I, my stomach is in a constant state of bubbling, dude. My my stomach is gonna start its own fucking podcast. A constant state of bubbles, dude. It's just a fucking jacuzzi in my gut, dude. Like I, I honestly feel it's it's soda. It's fucking stomach soda, dude. 
full-on jacuzzi. I just want to put my feet down my fucking throat, dude, and just and just let it relax with the bubbles of my fucking stomach acid. It is insane, man. And I've yeah, I've had to like make this mental effort to just not eat. What I'm trying to do, I don't know if this is gonna work for you guys, but what I'm trying to do right now is like whenever I feel this like. Because I eat out of boredom or I eat out of maybe to like distract myself. I don't know. I'm, I'm someone, I, this is something I'm slowly realizing of myself. I'm 23. I'm still like figuring, figuring out who I am and like what are the things that I, that I do that are like, what are my patterns? I'm just trying to watch my patterns. This quarantine is very good to like watch yourself. Stay in your house. Watch yourself. Watch your thoughts. Understand who you are. Understand what you're fucking dealing with. Because there's a lot of things. It's either biological. It's either because your parents, you know, instilled these patterns inside of you. There's a lot of things that we do that we're not aware of them. And it's very good to be aware of who you are are and to be aware of your shortcomings and be aware what you're good at and this quarantine I believe is a very good like yeah I know it's horrible like like there is a lot of fucking people dying around the world and it's only going to get worse hopefully not but you know I don't I, I don't see I still don't see the light at the end of the tunnel I don't see it yet and you know so we just have to do the best we can with this time. We can't just plop ourselves in front of the fucking couch. We can't just sit in front of the couch and just binge shit until our eyes are red. We have to be productive. We have to work on ourselves. And I believe that this fucking moment now is the time to... you, you oh, All that shit that you fucking put off because I'm too busy. I got wait When I get back from work, I'm too tired to do the thing that I set up to do and I don't do it and now I hate myself. Now's the fucking time to do it, to get on your shit, dude. And that's what I've been doing, man. And, w- and one thing I do is that whenever... I always look for distractions whenever I'm working, whenever I'm writing, whenever I'm, you know, studying. I will, like, after 20 minutes, my mind will either wander or it would be like, hey, let's walk to the fridge. It would just like interrupt the flow of my work. Like my brain is looking for cheap dopamine, is looking to be fucking stimulated. And I can't let that happen. I don't want that to happen. So what I do is that I, when I walk to the fridge, I get water. I'll catch myself. I'll catch myself being like, oh, shit. I want to fucking, I'm, I'm in the fridge, I'm doing it again, and I get water, and that's where it stops. Okay, I had to fucking go to my laptop, like the screen turned off, and I freaked the fuck out, but it's because I put it in sleep mode because I was downloading whatever the fuck during the nighttime. But yeah, man, these corona farts are driving me fucking crazy bro I don't know how these like young couples all these people who are like oh my god me and my new two-month girlfriend we decided to get an apartment together which by the way is a good idea because you know of the recession and all of the collapse of the almighty and holy American economy it's a good decision but at the same time like personally you know like you're only two months together and you're like we're gonna corona and chill man you know, you're still lovey-dovey, but but you're but you're doing what everyone else is doing, man. You're ravaging the pantry. You're abusing the amount of sta- snacks that you have stockpiled. You know, 
and and this is like a two month relationship. So obviously, you guys have you know, you guys haven't peed in front of each other, much less farted in front of each other. Okay, and do you really want the first fart, the first fart that your new two month girlfriend smells? Do you really want that first fart to be a Corona fart? Do you really want that first fart to be a microwave bean burrito dipped in queso dip accompanied by Doritos fart? Do you really want that to be the first? (laughs) Okay, that's the first fart that your partner's going to smell. How are you going to expect them? How do you pretend that this person is ever going to put their fucking face near your goddamn waist? Can you blame them? Can you blame them? (laughs) That is not the move. Although economically, it is the move. Bringing in your two-month girlfriend to, you know, entertain you throughout the whole quarantine isn't the move. And there's a lot of people out there doing that mistake. And oh boy, those relationships are going to get intense, dude. Because I don't know how aggressive this whole quarantine is going to get. Because the, the quarantine in Puerto Rico is now is now officially even more aggressive than what we thought it was going to be. Now, you have to be in your house. You have to be in your house. Or if not, you're going to get a $5,000 fine. Or you can spend like, I don't know how much time in jail. 5000 bucks. That's fucking insane. If you're, not in your, if you're not in your house by 9 p.m., dude, you get a $5,000 fine. And now they fucking lowered it to, I think, like 6 p.m., dude. And not only that, but there's like certain days where if your license plate is an odd or even number, you can't be out. I, I, I really don't remember the specifics. I don't have a car. None of this matters to me. I don't care. I'm stuck. I've accepted it. I've accepted my situation. I'm okay. I'm not okay with it, but it's whatever, you know? I'm in jail. It's like, you know, I I, I feel like I'm in, I'm, in, I'm in my first month in jail, which is basically what it what it's been. I'm in my first month in jail. I've accepted it. You know? I'm doing the best I can with with the little I have, you know? So the quarantine's going to be, you know, it's it's so now technically you can only leave your house depending on, you know, the last digit of your license plate 3 days a week. You could only leave because I because I think that you can't leave the house on Sundays, which is crazy. You can't leave the house on Sundays. Eh, it's crazy. This is crazy. So I don't know if it's going to get even more stricter than that. And now you have moved in with your two-month-old girlfriend. Well, not two-month-old girlfriend. You're not Epstein. You're not a billionaire. You can't afford that. But <laughs> with, you know, with this young relationship that you're in. And I don't know if they're just going to shut down the whole thing where it's like martial law, which that scares the shit out of me. But could you imagine, like, the relationship just goes downhill. You just suddenly realize, oh, shit, we're not compatible because you're living with this person. You know, because you got carried away by your dumb hormones. You didn't put a second thought. 
You didn't use the brain. You're like, ah, my hormones know what's best for me. You know? And you followed the tingle of your wee-wee. And now you're stuck with this young, with this person who you barely know. And now you hate. You're in martial law. You know, this person is eating your snacks, living in your apartment, and you hate them. And and you're going to be stuck in this fucking situation until minimum June. Yeah. Good fucking decision, bro. I've, I've never farted in front of one of my girlfriends. I'm not. I don't do that. I don't fart in front of my girlfriends. And, you know, may- maybe it's because it's an intimacy issue. Ah, it's most likely that. But it's mostly, mostly because I don't know where to bury a body. I don't know. <laughs> you know, where can I dispose a corpse? My farts are notorious, dude. Like, my farts, if you smell the fart, you're going to know it's mine. I've been told this by Four fucking people, dude. My farts have a distinct fucking smell to them, dude. Ask any of my friends. They they have fucking... They have, they've tasted and smelled my farts. They know what's up, dude. They know what's up. And that's why I think it's so hard for me to like... Because I've met a lot of people, right? This is something I've, I've been thinking about... I've been thinking a lot lately. Like, I've met a lot of people. I've made a lot of friends, you know, doing comedy and everything. It's been really nice. It's been a beautiful experience. But since I know that my farts are so terrifying, they're so brutal, I feel like, like, I I feel this sort of disconnection between me and, and, and my newfound friends because I do not dare to fart in front of them. I can't, I don't. I, I, I feel like it's just, it's too much to just lay on them. Like, as an adult, it's too much to just lay on them. But you need to fart in front of your friends. It's like an essential component to solidify a friendship. A friendship. There are three things that you need to do to, like, become, like, top-tier friends with someone. To solidify a friendship for life. First, it starts off, you know, you meet someone, you have a lot in common, you enjoy talking to them. Fine. That's a friend, you know, or that's like an acquaintance plus an acquaintance with a platinum membership. There's a lot of those out there, but I wouldn't call you my friend yet. Now, after you have a lot in common, after you, after you enjoy talking to this person, you open up to them. You talk about your traumas. You talk about, you know, basically like all the fucked up shit that's happening to you. You, you. you talk about past relationships. You talk about all of that. So you open yourself emotionally and mentally to this person. So now this person understands, or I understand, you know, if you're opening yourself up to me, what I'm working with. Who is this person inside their fucking skull? You know, that's the first step. The second step is to fart in front of them. I need to take a whiff. I need to take a whiff of what's happening inside of you, dude. When you fart in front of someone, that solidifies the relationship. Because now I know what's happening inside of you biologically, dude. That's why whenever someone, whenever a stranger farts, 
inside of an elevator, it's not because they're sick. It's not because they ate a calzone, a fucking sausage and pepperoni with extra cheese calzone. That's not the reason why they let a fart slip in the elevator most likely. It's because it's a desperate attempt to connect with people. They put themselves in this vulnerable situation where they fucking relieved methane. Stomach gas from their asshole to make a friend. That's friendship. Farting in front of someone is a fucking act. It's a fucking friend request. It's a biological friend request. And whenever someone farts in an elevator and they look cool, I fucking extend my hand and introduce myself. <laughs> you know? And the third step to solidifying a friendship forever to make a best friend forever is that you have to see their genitals. You know? There's a lot of people that I talk to like on a daily basis and it's just, you know, and they're always complaining that I don't respond early enough or, oh my God, dude, like what? Well, you know, you don't respond to my calls sometimes and, you know, people say that to me, but it's because I haven't seen your cock, bro. I haven't, we're not bound, our souls are not bound together because I have not seen your genitals. When you see someone's genitals, that's when shit, it's just, People will say, oh my God, it makes the relationship weird. That's because you're weird and immature. When you see someone's genitals, dude, that is basically a sign that you, when you see someone's dick, pussy, or, or I don't know. I, I believe that maybe there are people out there with like different genitalia. Who knows, man? We have yet to discover that. There are, there are a lot of fucking genders to genitals. There has to be an extra pair of genitals out there. Like, like just like some weird monk. You know, meditating on top of the hill, hiding his dirty, dirty secret in between his legs. My point being that when you see someone's genitals, at least when you see someone's, when you see a guy's cock, you know, you understand what God, the holy programmer of this simulation or biology gifted them. You understand that and you understand the hurdles that they have hopped. To have the confidence that they have today. Like people with big dicks, they have big dick energy. Natural confidence. But there's people out there with small dicks. And they have a lot of fucking confidence. And that's someone I fucking respect and admire. Because they had to fucking take themselves out. Of that like, hey, I have a small dick whininess. Okay? And just pursue what they wanted to pursue. Just righteously, dude. Without caring about their looks, the size of their penis. That's it's important to see because you that that's when you truly understand who a person is and you become their best friend. You have to fucking you have to fucking open up to you about their traumas and all the shit that they've been going through. They have to you have to swift, you have to take a sniff of one of their farts, and you have to see their dick. Those are the three steps to fucking friendship. <laughs> You know, but oh God, a lot of people are going insane. Clearly I'm going, I've gone mad. A lot of people are going insane because of the quarantine. Um, 
There's like social media. It's just wow. It's just a, it's a fucking hen house, dude. Social media is a fucking mental instant Instagram, bro. Instagram, bro. You people are all going insane, and none of you are fucking ashamed of it. It's crazy. It's crazy how you guys are just... Have you guys seen the push-up challenge? Have you guys witnessed the hashtag push-up challenge? That shit is driving me crazy, dude. Okay? Because all these gym bros... I go to the gym. I'm not a gym bro. I don't advertise when I go to the gym. I've never taken a picture in front of the gym. I thought about it. I thought about it. And I actually know the perfect technique of how to take... A picture in front of the gym because I've watched these gym bros do it and they and some of them have pretty good technique I saw this one guy. I'm like, oh, so that's how you do it You know because I see all these guys. I've whipped out my phone I will admit I have whipped out my phone pointed it at the mirror and then I go. What the fuck are you doing? Go back to your last set of curls you fucks. What are you advertising? Who is this for? Who is this for it's dick pics or nothing? That's who I am <laughs> you know, I don't swim around in the middle where I'm like sort of sexy, flexing my arms, you know, while I'm at the gym. No. You you either see the whole thing naked or you see nothing. And and the way to do it, the way to like, you know, sh show that like big tricep is to like hold a heavy weight and then take a picture and and that would naturally flex your 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 fucking tricep and make your arm look good. I saw one guy do that. He entered the gym, took that picture, and left. I swear to God, dude, this guy's a con artist. I fucking hate the whole this whole push-up challenge thing. The push-up challenge, if you don't, if you guys don't know what it is, you guys have to know what it is at this point. You know, if you have any sort of social media, the push-up challenge is where you do twenty push-ups in front of the camera and you post it on your Instagram stories. You know, to show that, to show that you that. I don't even know what the point is. The, the, I think the whole push-up challenge is since all the gyms are closed, which sucks. I'm suffering from this. But since all the gyms are closed, these fucking gym bros are looking for any fucking excuse to record themselves working out. That's what the push-up challenge is. Okay? If you want to fuck, you want to do push-ups, dude? Do you want to do push-ups? Why don't you go to a hospital and do push-ups on the floor of a fucking hospital. Go and do push-ups on the floor of a hospital, you cunt. And when you're done, why don't you scratch your eyes later on? You fucking moron. What are you doing? No one wants to see you do 20 fucking push-ups. No one wants to see you wheeze your way. No one wants to see five stories. <laughs> Five stories worth of you doing 20 push-ups. Two of those stories involving you wheezing and getting ready to give up. No one wants to see that. No one wants to see your skinny-armed, flat-chested self almost fail doing 20 push-ups. What are you doing? What is go- No one wants to see that. And if you're someone who genuinely- enjoys watching Instagram stories of someone doing 20 push-ups, I, I just want, I want to let you know that you are the fucking reason. 
You are the goddamn reason why YouTube ads exist. Stupid. You're the reason why I have to sit through 15 second unskippable ads because you're easily stimulated. Okay, I can't just hit a video and enjoy it. No, because of simpletons like you that are easily stimulated because of dumb fucking cunts like you that fucking watch a mayonnaise commercial that and 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 just because you watched a mayonnaise commercial now that mayonnaise commercial has influence where you're going to put your money you're the reason why that's there it's your fault stupid who's what who who genuinely enjoys Watching the no what I don't want to watch anyone who's not totally jacked do 20 push-ups. I don't want to see it. I don't care who you are. I don't even if even if I seen your cock, I don't want to see it. People are driving me in. I don't I don't know what's why is this happening. I just don't know. And it's everywhere. It's everywhere. We're truly fucked, dude. We deserve corona. I don't <laughs> We are truly fucked, man. I haven't seen a single woman, by the way. I haven't seen a single woman do the push-up challenge, you know? And maybe it's because it's it's more of like a testosterone thing. I can understand that. Or maybe it's because women tried it and they couldn't do it. Maybe. <laughs> you know? Maybe the biggest – this is like a generational thing. I've only seen people from like, you know, 20-year-olds do it. So maybe, probably, you know, maybe that means that the women from my generation – you know, because I haven't seen a single one. I, I'm not saying that they don't exist. I'm not saying that women can't do push-ups. I'm just saying that I, personally, anecdotally, have not seen a single woman do the push-up challenge. I haven't seen it. That hasn't crossed my eyes. Okay? It hasn't appealed in, it hasn't appeared in front of my field of vision. It hasn't happened. Okay? So I'm just trying to put the pieces together of the things that I've seen. So if I have so by me not seeing one chick, one lady from my generation do the push-up challenge is telling me that there's gonna be a lot of dropped babies <laughs> in the future. <laughs> there's gonna be a lot of mothers from my generation fumbling babies like it's a like if it's a fucking phone, dude. There's gonna be a lot of fumbled babies around, man. Don't overfeed your baby. You better starve your babies if not. All of you are going to be unable to pick them up. <laughs> I fumbled my phone. I'm going to tell you where this thought came from. I fumbled my phone and I was thinking, has anyone like fumbled a baby? You know, you, you, you know, when your phone like fumbles and, and, and you pick it up, you know, miraculously and it almost like hits the ground and, you know, you almost cracked the screen. I wonder how many mothers out there. How many weak, skinny-armed mothers out there from my generation are going to fumble a baby and then, like, grab it by the leg before it hits the ground? And then, you're, then your child is going to have a weird limp for the rest of its fucking life? How many children are going to become that? <laughs> you know what I mean? Fucking push-up. I hate, I hate these hashtag challenges. They all suck. Garbage, by the way. Because sure, women haven't done the fucking push-up challenge, but they have done the Bad Bunny Joe Perreo Sola challenge. 
which is I haven't even I just skip on it because all I see is like hashtag Joe Sola and then like an ass fucking wiggling around, you know, on my Instagram stories. And that just makes me angry. And it's not because you're recording yourself, you know, wiggling your ass, which by the way, like you need an excuse. <laughs> like you need an excuse to wiggle your ass on camera and upload it to the internet. Like if you needed an excuse, and I'm not saying not to do it, do it. Okay, express yourself how however ever way you want. Okay? I express myself by screaming alone with like $450 of equipment in my room. Like it is as crazy as you fucking flashing half a vagina lip on your Instagram stories. I don't care. Do whatever you want. Get it out of you. Whatever makes you happy, do it. All I'm saying is to do it independently. That Joe Perreo Sola thing is a marketing scheme and you don't need to wiggle your ass and promote someone who's not paying you. Respect yourself and twerk independently. I want your fucking hip movements to be indie. <laughs> you know? What truly bothers me about the whole, like, Joe Perreo Sola challenge, the push-up challenge, is that none of these things are actually challenging. It's how is that a ch- How is 20 push-ups a challenge? Okay? My generation has not only destroyed the word literally, but we're going to do the same thing with the word challenge because wiggling your ass isn't a challenge. 20 push-ups isn't a challenge. 50 push-ups is challenging. 100 push-ups is challenging. That's a challenge. That could be called a push-up challenge. 20 push-ups right after waking up from double Elbow surgery, now that's a challenge. Turn on your camera, now that's worth seeing. Doing 20 push-ups while your friend lights you on fire and refuses putting the fire off until you do the 20 push-ups, now that's a challenge. That's something that I want to witness, you know? Doing 20 push-ups on top of an anthill, that's, now that's what I want to see. You know, what I want to see, you know what? I should, I should quit whining. I should get out of Instagram. I should get on the dark web and see how they are doing the push-up challenge. <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ. But anyways, I have a segment on this podcast. If this, my computer wants to fucking work with me. What do you, can you just, okay. Oh, there we go. And, um... I have a segment on this podcast where I say an inspirational quote. I love inspirational quotes. They really help me get through my week. And the inspirational quote of the week is, Strive not to be a success, but rather to be a value. This was said by the all-holy, messy-haired Albert Einstein. And I really love this quote because it's not about being successful on doing 20 push-ups. It's by doing 20 push-ups on top of a bed, a thumbtacks. Okay? Be of value. Create valuable content. Stop wasting my time!
Anyways, that's the podcast. I hope you motherfuckers enjoyed it. If you're not following following me on social media, please follow me and the podcast on Instagram and on Facebook. All that information is on the episode notes and the description on YouTube if you're watching. And if you really enjoyed the podcast, hey, share it with a friend. That really helps me the fuck out. If you guys have any comments, any suggestions, if you have anything you want me to talk about on the next episode, hey, DM me. We'll make that fucking happen if I find it worthy and interesting. But anyways, I'll keep you motherfuckers posted. Peace the fuck out.